Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about the power of your testimony. So just recently, God has been showing me the importance of us owning our testimony, the importance of us knowing what God set us free from so that we wouldn't go back. Now, if you guys haven't already, you can check out one of my previous videos called Overcoming Shame. Um, and in that video, I talk about my testimony into you know details of it. But um, yeah, just this past couple of weeks, God has really been showing me that it's so important for us to hold on to our testimony, right? And I wanna read here from Revelation 12, 17. Well, actually, let me go back, Revelation 12, 11. It says, they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. So in Revelation 12, it's talking about here the war breaking out against the enemy, against Satan, right? Michael um, breaking out with his angels and fighting back. And it talks about us as the saints, that we were that we are able to triumph over the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, by what Jesus did on the cross, and by the word of our testimony, that they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. And guys, this is so important to know that we are equipped with two things to overcome the enemy. One is by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus, because Jesus has died and shed his blood over us, nothing can touch us. His blood is that powerful, guys. And the second thing is our testimony, right? Like what God has set us free from, we have to always remember the darkness that he set us free from. So I had a dream, actually. This was a couple weeks ago, and um, a part of my testimony is with my first ex that I had. Um, and I'll kind of make this story you know, short, but um, I you know, by the age of 16 was with this guy who was 10 years older. And, you know, he eventually pulled me away from the church, from my family. And I really just gave myself to this man, um, lived sexually, sexually with him, lived in secrecy. And then by the time I was 19, he also wanted me to marry him for his paperwork. And so like, I was doing all these things, you know, in secrecy, and I didn't even know exactly like what what I was getting into. You know, all I knew is at the time he was the only one that I needed and I was desperate. And I was like, if I have to do anything to get him to stay here in the States, I'll help him get his green card through the marriage papers. Um, but during that time, no one knew about it. And, you know, the, a year later, I ended up divorcing him um, just because of how empty I was and just how it was just so toxic, that relationship. And so um, usually when he shows up in my dreams, it's something bad. Right, it's like something that um, God is using to, to remind me that it's evil or whatever it is. But whenever he's in my dreams, God is trying to say something like, "Hey, this is a red light, and you should stay away from." Well, this time in my dream, um, he was in there, and I can't remember the details of it, but it was as if me and my husband were in this game show, and because and all of a sudden he kind of popped up, you know, and he was kind of like a piece. It was like a game where you know we kind of put the puzzles, and he showed up. But because he showed up, my husband and I gained more points and we ended up getting victory. And waking up from that dream, the Lord was reminding me that, Gabby, your testimony is going to bring victory over you and Michael. 
right? Because me and Michael, we're married, we're one. So the Lord was showing me that I'm no longer a victim for my past mistakes, but I am victorious in Christ Jesus, right? And my testimony, my story now makes me and my husband victorious. And guys, this is so important to remember. You know, many of you guys probably know your testimony, but maybe you were like me for the longest time, struggling with shame to really share the darkness that you were in. But we have to understand that we don't have to have shame anymore because that's what Jesus did, right? That's why he died on the cross to wash us completely clean, right? Wider than snow. That's what scripture says, that he cleans us wider than snow and God forgets our transgressions, guys. And so we have to remember that we are victorious, that our story no longer makes us a victim. And God was showing me that for the longest time, I kept seeing my story as me being a victim. Like every time I thought about my testimony, I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. And I thought that I was completely set free because I've shared my testimony, you know, um, to some people and to some places too where I ministered to. But I didn't realize that I was still holding on to shame from my story, which held me back from completely wanting to share my story to everyone. I always felt like, you know, maybe I don't have to share that part only to some people. And um, just to give you guys also a little um, sneak peek, but next year my book will also be getting published. Uh, I'm publishing a book called Single But in a Relationship with God. And God opened the door um, to get it published with TBN, so I'm really excited. But even in that book, I realized that I didn't even include my testimony in there. I did share, you know, a little bit about what I've been through and whatnot, but I didn't give the details. And that day when God gave me that dream, he showed me that I'm still holding on to shame. That the reason why I didn't share my testimony is because I still saw myself as a victim. And the Lord told me, Gabby, you're victorious now in Christ Jesus. This story now that you have is going to set other people free. And the Lord was reminding me in that time that I need to add my testimony. So praise God, I was able to add that into the manuscript. But I'll definitely keep you guys updated with that book. But I say all of this to say that there is power in our testimony. In fact, when Revelation 12 says that we are able to overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, that speaks a lot. And in Revelation 12, 17, God highlighted this verse to me. And it's, it's talking about the enemy still. The enemy is also shown as the dragon. It says, Then the dragon was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring, which is us, those who keep God's commands and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. So guys, this is so important because the enemy now, he's after people who hold on to two things. One, those who live out God's command. And then two, those who hold fast to their testimony. And so it's so important, guys, that, you know, that we do, do these two things. You know, many times as Christians, we're like, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but we're not willing to live out God's word. And we forgot what our testimony is. And, it's, and it clearly shows that if we're not living rightly, then we've forgotten our testimony. Like there is no testimony. It doesn't matter if Jesus set you free years ago, but now you no longer live for him. Right? Like the testimony gets cut off the moment we choose to depart from Jesus, which is why it's so important that we continue to hold fast to God's commands and hold fast to our testimony. And guys, like the Lord was even showing me, you know, after I gave my life to Jesus, um, it was that year that I still stumbled. I lived and I fell into impurity with my second boyfriend that I was with. And God was showing me the reason why I slipped back into sexual impurity is because I didn't hold fast to my testimony. If I had hold, held fast to my testimony, and remembered what Jesus did to set me free, there would be no way for me to go back. Because guys, holding on to our testimony means we remember what Jesus set us free from. The darkness that we were at and that he gave us hope in a future that he redeemed us even though we deserve death. Right, like for the longest time, I was stuck with shame, guys. And I thought that I had to live that way forever. 
But then Jesus showed me that he can actually take my shame away. He can wipe away my past like it never happened. And as long as I remember what Jesus did, how can I go back? But the problem is back then I forgot about my testimony. I didn't hold fast to it. I didn't grip it. I didn't look at look at my testimony every day and thank God for what he did for me. And so I want to encourage you with this message to remember to hold fast to your testimony, to remember what God set you free from. Many of you guys, maybe God set you free from lust, from pornography. Why would you go back there? You know how dark it is. You know how pornography blinds you. It makes you to be able to not see life the way it's supposed to be, right? Seeing women or men, like you no longer can see them purely because you've been tainted. And whenever we partake of darkness, guys, understand that we're basically pushing Jesus away and we're saying, I want to unite with the enemy. I want to be one with the enemy. But that's why Jesus died on the cross, so that we could be one with him, that we could have right relationship with God and have eternal life with him now and forever. So I want to encourage you guys, hold fast to your testimony. Keep God's commands at heart because that's, those two things are the only way to overcome the enemy's temptations and attacks. 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Like guys, like God, I love this verse because it's reminding us that we are now his chosen people. We're his priesthood. We are royalty. We are God's special possession that he has called us out from darkness into his wonderful light. Like guys, it's such a blessing to be able to have his light. Like John 1 talks about that Jesus is the light of all mankind. And so because we are in him, we now have light. We get to be the light of the world. Remember how dark it was back then, right? We have to understand that the enemy will always try to pull us back to our past by little sin, by us thinking, oh, it's not a big deal. It's just a movie. It's just a song. I'm just texting my ex. Those things, like the enemy, his plan, John 10, 10 makes it clear. His plan is to steal, kill, and destroy us. But Jesus says, I have come to give you life to the fullest. So we have to remember that in Christ, we have life to the fullest and we should say no. Proverbs talks about go away from the door of temptation. Don't go near it. Don't entertain it, guys, because these temptations that the enemy is putting in your heart is meant to make you go back to the darkness. It starts with little things and little, little, it becomes big and you, you're, you're back to square one being stuck. Right? So hold fast to your testimony and love your testimony. I really want to encourage those who maybe, you know, you are living rightly, but you still have shame, right, from your testimony. Understand that Jesus has cleaned you, that you no longer have to be in shame. Romans 10, 11 says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. Anyone who believes in Jesus, and when we believe in him, that means he comes into our life. And when Jesus is in our life, the Holy Spirit is deposited in us. And the job of the Holy Spirit is for us to walk rightly, to live righteously. Like that's an automatic thing. It's not that we earn righteousness, but that righteousness was given to us as a gift. And as it's deposited in us, it's our duty now to walk by the Spirit and not by the flesh. Romans 8, 34 says, Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. And so what is this verse talking about? It's saying that no one can accuse us because God himself has chosen us. When Jesus died on the cross, God made the decision that he wants everyone. Now it's our choice to accept Jesus 
so that we can belong to him, so that we can become child, his children, right? John talks about those who believe in him have been given the right to become children of God. And so when God sent Jesus to die for us, that was his love saying, I want you back. And so no one can accuse us of our past when we are completely clean in Jesus. When God already sent Jesus, like that was the ultimate sacrifice. And so that's why right here in Romans it says, who then will condemn us? No one for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. So understand that you don't have to be in shame, but you can love your story. Share your story because when you share your story, it shows people that there is hope in Christ, that Jesus is loving and merciful and he can do anything. You know, many times when people look at my life, they thought that I was perfect. I grew up in church and was just a church person. And that's why I'm serving God and sharing his word. Like, no, I did the worst of the worst. You know, I was full of shame. I was full of deceit. I was full of impurity and lust, like everything that is bad. But God has now set me free to a place where I love Jesus. And I love, because I love Jesus, I love righteousness. And I want to share his goodness. And I have found the true beauty of living for him and living in the light. Like, I don't want to go back to darkness. And that's why I have to remember to hold fast to my testimony, to remember what I've been set free from so that I wouldn't go back. And so the same thing with you. You know, ask God, ask God to show you a revelation of what he did on the cross for you. Because everyone's testimony may be different, but there's one thing in common. That's Jesus setting you free. That's Jesus setting you free from darkness into his light. That's going to be a part of everyone's testimony. But ask God to show you a revelation of what he did for you. Ask God to show you the depths of how deep he set you free from. And if you need to repent to God for any sins that you've done ever since your testimony Bring it to him, repent, turn your heart away from darkness and understand that you have another day to live with Jesus, to carry your cross and to share your testimony to others and to really set captives free. So I wanna end my session with just reading this verse over you. Isaiah 61 verse one says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has set me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Understand that you have been anointed by the Holy Spirit to set captives free, to bind the brokenhearted, to give people a hope and a future in Christ, your story, your message, your life. So don't give the enemy any room for temptation. Like I always tell people, when you love Jesus, temptation isn't even desirable. It's like you don't even want it. So ask God to show you who he is, the light that he carries, and how deep darkness is so that you would never even desire to be close to it. So I'd love to pray for you all right now. God, I pray, Lord, for those who are listening, God, that you would remind them, God, of how much you love them. God, that you would show them the depths of their darkness and what you set them free from, God. The hope that we have because of your blood, Lord. What you did on the cross, let that never be mundane to our hearts, God. But that would be the greatest miracle that we have in our lives. The thing that brings us great joy when everything is lost, that we know that we have eternal life because you loved us so much to die for us, Jesus. I pray, God, that you would remind us, Lord, to hold fast to our testimony, to remember what you set us free from, that we would not take steps back and partake of darkness, for you have set us free from those very dark things, God. So I pray, Lord, that we would hold on and we would rejoice, God. We would rejoice over what you have delivered us from the past, that we would rejoice and continue to move forward in faith, Lord. I pray for peace, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would show people right now, God, boundaries that have to be set. Feel like there, there are some things that you just need to cut off in your life. God makes it clear in his word that if your eye makes you stumble, cut it off. It's better that you have a body part missing than your whole body not going to the kingdom of God. You know, you not going into heaven. 
And so whatever the thing that you need to cut off, whether it's a relationship, whether it's um, social media or videos or movies or TV show, cut it off so that you could be made right and walk into God's complete, complete joy and light. So I thank you, God, for those who are listening. Just pray a blessing over their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So I hope that you guys have been blessed by this. And remember, if you have a prayer request, you can always email us at info at livingrevelations.com and we can be praying for you. I also wanted to share with you guys um, a new journal that I made called Daily Positive God Thoughts. So um, I really want to encourage all of you guys to get this. This is something that God put in my heart to make. And so the purpose of this is to help you to rejoice in all areas of your life. And so the journal covers um, seven things, or sorry, the journal covers eight things. So um, the first three things it covers is your past, your present, and your future. And so every day, just giving God thanks for what he's done from your past, giving God thanks in the present time and the future. And what's great about journaling is as you just rejoice in all these areas of your life, God may reveal to you things that you've been worrying about, right? And because you're bringing it to God in a posture of rejoicing and thanksgiving, no longer does this thing become something that brings you shame or worry, but now it's setting you free and you're setting your mind to rejoice and think, you know, pure thoughts, noble thoughts. The other categories are loved ones, your spouse, if you're married, children, parents, friends, family, your health, your vocation, work, school, ministry, business, your finances, and your relationship with God. And so this journal, like my husband and I, we've been doing it every day. It's just a great way to really start the day rejoicing, giving God thanks for all areas of your life so that you don't give the enemy any room. So I would encourage you all to get it. I'll put the link below. It's on Amazon um, and it's only $7.99. It's a really great price. I really believe that you sh everyone you know, should be doing this, especially starting this new year um, of just getting the habit of rejoicing every day in all areas of your life. So you guys can check that out. And if you haven't already, please pray and consider also donating and partnering with our ministry. This will help us to continue to disciple others and to share God's word and message. And so I pray that you guys have been blessed by this. So I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.